0: All right, here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to have you seen that with T. And on today's pod, if I can't list a movie that scared the scared the crap out of you, then I'll never look at a horror movie again. Because some of these movies are truly terrifying. So, this episode we're talking horror, right? We're going we're going a different route from the slasher genre. We're going with modern horror. So that's anything, you know, made after 2000, even though some of y'all, some of my listeners not, might not have been born before 2000. Uh, but yeah, we're going modern horror, anything made after the year 2000. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about it. But before I go on, I want to introduce my guests, my brother from my, from my mother's sister, my cousin, my, my boy from day one. Del Sean Chestnut. Everybody give him a round of applause. I, I gotta get like make some noise, as Noriega says. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Del, man, I appreciate you coming on the pod, man. We just gonna we're gonna kick it for a little bit. Uh this is not as formal as 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 it is just two people talking about things they love, movies. Uh and you're a horror movie guy. Like that that's your thing. That's 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 the genre of movie you like the most or is that one man, like
1: the- I told you I watch uh watch a horror movie every night before bed I probably work my way through the entire Netflix horror catalog man the algorithm now sends me English uh like stuff from Europe and French because they know I'll be running out of
0: movies to watch I could dig that I could dig that so My question to you is like, what draws you to horror, right? I know what draws me away from horror, what draws you to horror movies?
1: I think it's the whole idea of... All right, so first let me preface, right? It's not all horror, right? And we probably spoke about this before. I'm more of a, I gotta get into, it's gotta be more than three characters. I can't okay. do I can't do a couple or anything else like that. But what draws me into it is that it's just dark, and it's this is going to sound incredibly bizarre, but I find a certain level of comfort in dark movies.
0: Oh, you're not the only one. I, I know I, I know a lot of people, a lot of people serving this beautiful country we have, <laughs> find themselves a lot of comfort in the darkness. Uh, but but um. Yeah, like that kind of draws me away from it. I cannot go to sleep watching a horror movie. Like uh, the last two nights, I watched two horror movies. I watched uh, *Hereditary* and *Midsummer*, and after both of those movies, I had to watch something else. Like, especially after *Hereditary*, like that movie. We'll talk about that movie a little bit later in the pod. But yeah, I, I cannot go to sleep. I can't go to sleep with a negative thought. Like, that's the the one thing, you know, me and my wife said this when we were dating, like, we can't go to sleep angry. Like, that's just a no-no. And the same thing goes with movies. Like, I can't go to sleep with something heavy. Like, it always has to be light. That's why I used to always fall asleep to, like, The Office, you know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, something funny. Um, but, like, so we, we grew up in the era of, like, some of the great, great horror, you know, jo- horror series you know you got friday the 13th nightmare on elm street like uh we also had some of the worst horror movies made and <laughs> killer clowns from Outer space i know you remember that we, we oh, i remember <laughs> that the leprechaun <laughs> yeah like some of these just terrible movies Like what? What would you say is like one of the worst horror movies you've ever watched? Like, and like, there's a lot of low budget terrible horror movies, but I'm talking like maybe like a bigger budget like terrible horror movie uh, that you that that you can remember watching, especially when we were kids.
1: All right, so I wouldn't say I can't really go back to when we were kids because I probably loved everything just because there was so there was, you know how it was. It was a limited. Catalog of movies. It's not like That's what we true. have today where we got Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, everything else. We only had but so many that would come on TV. I would say the one that pops out to me the most, um House of the Dead. That was the first
0: movie. It was the video game. Remember okay, the, the okay. Shooter. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I could, I I couldn't even finish that movie, but go ahead. It it, it was the only movie. I've ever walked out on
1: in my entire life.
0: So I got I got that movie bootleg somewhere and I couldn't finish it. Like I wasn't going to pay to see it, but like I remember getting that movie on on bootleg DVD and I'm like I I think I got through maybe like 15 minutes of it and I was like I can't do this. It's it's that it was that terrible. And you're right. Like the I would have, if I would have paid money to go see it, I would have been extremely upset. Uh, speaking of paying money to go seeing movies, right? This will lead me into my story time with T story of the week, right? Movie going experiences. So, have you ever seen the movie Lost Souls?
1: Probably have. Tell me, came, the, tell me the premise.
0: So, it came out in the year 2000, right? Premise is uh, this religious group. They find out this guy is supposed to be like the Antichrist. And he's going to, on his birthday, like his 21st birthday or his 23rd birthday, some random number. You know how like a lot of these movies come with these these numbers that mean something, you know, astrologically. Uh, but they said like on, on this birthday, he's going to turn into the Antichrist, right? So the whole movie is this religious group trying to, one, find out if this is true, find out if he's the one. So they're, like, following around. And uh, Winona Ryder's in the movie, and she is a, they're all religious. She's a nun. And, of course, she falls in love with the guy. Like, that's the whole print, like, and she's battling whether, you know, he is good. She doesn't think he's going to turn to Antichrist because he's a good, like, a normal guy. Like, he's a good person. But, like, of course, like, these little things are happening around him. Coming up on his on his birthday, so I remember seeing the trailers for this movie, and like you know how trailers go, like trailers will hype a movie up to where you're like, this is gonna be the next greatest movie ever. So I, I saw it, and I'm like, and this is this is once again 2000. You, if if you're old enough to remember Y2K, it that was a thing. Like everybody thought the world was gonna end in the year 2000, but this came out after you know watch. It was supposed to come out in 99, but they were scared, like, that people were going to, you know, take it however they wanted to because, you know, people really thought the rapture was going to happen December 31st, 2, 1999, going to 2000. Like, people, they were really, I was probably one of them. I was probably scared shitless, uh, you know, as a, as a what was I, 20, 21? Like, yeah, yeah, 2000. Anyways, so I go see this movie in the movie theater. And the whole movie is like, they have a few jump scares, and it's not really scary, but everybody's waiting for this guy to turn into the Antichrist, right? Because the year before that, Arnold Schwarzenegger had that movie, In the Days, which was like, that was a solid movie, but this one was supposed to be more dark. It was supposed to be like a grimmer version of that, because you have an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, it's just action to me, like... All right, the, the the guy's gonna turn to the devil, and Arnold's gonna beat him with a machine gun. That that was like the premise of that whole movie. This was like, I'm like, oh man. So how they gonna figure this? You know, how they gonna defeat the Antichrist? So everybody, like, it's all leading up to it, right? It's all leading up to it. So the guy's birthday. They're sitting in the car. At the very end of the and I'm about to spoil the movie, but you don't want to go see it. And nobody needs to ever watch this movie. It's that bad. Like, it wasn't that scary, but, like, you're just waiting for them to turn to Antichrist and see how they're going to, you know, figure this out. So, they're sitting in the car. The guy and Winona Ryder. And, uh, and like, Midnight Hits. And, like, they're both sitting there. And they're like, oh, man. Oh, nothing happened. This is all false. You know, whatever. And she kisses them. And they're, they're sitting there. And, like, everybody in the audience, like, everybody in the theater is like, yo, this is some bull. So, then like a minute, two minutes go by and they just, they're still sitting there, they start talking and then the, the clock on the, the clock radio starts flickering and then the numbers go from, you know, 12.03 to, to 6, 6 and then she shoots him in the head and then the credits roll and bro, everybody in that theater was like, what the, f-? like this is some bull, like the whole movie was supposed, like building up to absolutely nothing, like, I was so mad. Everybody in the theater, like, we waited for the credits to finish. This is before Marvel. Like, we waited for the credits to finish to see if something else was going to happen. Like, people were sitting there just dumbfounded. Like, you just wasted an hour and a half of your life watching this terrible movie and, like, getting to the point where you're supposed to have the happy ending and you got walked out on. (laughs) 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 Like, oh, man... Terrible, terrible movie. I would never... Like, that movie... Like, that's when I stopped going to the theater. Like, that's when I... Up until, you know, Saw came about. I was like, I don't want to go see horror movies because they're just going to let me down. It's going to be a big letdown. But horror got a lot better. Like, in the year... like, I And we'll, we'll talk about it when we, we give our list. But, like, horror... Horror in the 2000s, I think, stepped that game up. No longer was it with, like, cheesy, you know, leprechaun movies and leprechaun in space. Like, because of, you know, advances in modern technology, we got some really good horror, uh, you know, in the modern age. Uh,
1: you know what that movie reminds me of? It reminds me of The Omen.
0: See, i uh, never... Sure you... No, no.
1: All right, so The Omen pretty much is, is the same premise, mm. you know, this kid, this I think the kid's name was Damien. Damien. It was Damien, and, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to turn into the Antichrist and at the end of the movie you got all these cop cars pulling up and surrounding them and whoever, whatever the woman was that was with him, she's just like Damien, Damien, and then the movie ends. And I remember I watched it as as probably like a teenager or something and just completely disappointed because I wanted to see, I don't understand why they can't why do they never materialize
0: the antichrist in these movies, and just let them wreak havoc? Well, I think they have in some movies. So that's one of the things that I don't do. I don't like possession movies. I don't. I very rarely watch them. I really only went with this because of the pre. Like I went to see that movie because of the previews. In the days had on Schwarzenegger in it I didn't see it in the movie theater I saw it on like HBO or something like that and it was not on, the like, yeah exactly like I like I wasn't paying to go see that but like I don't like I really don't like those exorcism movies man like I it, there's something just it's just not fun for me but I'm pretty sure like there had to have been some movies because there are always directors who want to take it to the next level I'm not gonna watch one because like, once again, I'll say I don't believe in much, but I don't disbelieve in much either. <laughs> like, after watching military, I-, I was like, nah, I- I'm good, man. I'm good on all these cult movies. And yeah.
1: I think I'm going to go down the rabbit hole and and look up the all of the Antichrist movies and see if there was one where... The Person like a, turned into the Antichrist, fully and,
0: formed. Yeah, yeah,
1: and, and went wild. Uh, uh, because I can't think of one, and I and I've seen so many horror oh. movies, I can't think of one.
0: So one thing I do know about Hollywood is they're always going to. So like when oh. they screen movies, they'll they'll shoot like really dark endings to movies. Like they'll shoot some really dark stuff. And then they'll screen it. They'll test it. Oh, man, they don't like... Nobody like nobody likes darkness. Like, nobody wants the, the bad guy to win at the end because who's really beating Antichrist? You know, other than... What was that movie? Legion. Have you seen that one? Or oh, Pro- The Prophecy. That's another one. Pretty like, sure I saw it. Probably forgot about it, though. That, that was like a 90s movie with Christopher yeah. Walken. Like, uh, playing... The, he played one of the, the like, archangels. Uh, but, like, Legion, that that was... I mean, I don't, I don't know if the Antichrist, but that, that was like a battle between angels, you know, for, for. But I don't consider that horror, right? Because I, I, anytime I make these lists, I always search the internet for other lists of movies, uh, and like some of the movies that they list on, on, you know, some of those horror, I just don't consider them to be horror. Like, uh, one person put the mist, like. The Mist is a scary movie. Like in the, in the essence of it, it is horror. But like I don't, as I was watching it, like I wasn't. It was more sci-fi to me. Like The Mist. Have you? I know you've seen The Mist. You had to have seen The Mist. Pretty sure I've seen The Mist. Yeah. Anybody who's watched The Mist will know that they watched The Mist because it had the most effed-up ending in movie history. Like if you've never watched this movie. After we finish this podcast, watch that movie and go to sleep. <laughs> it had, it has, like every anybody can attest, the Miss has the worst ending, or in my opinion, one of the best endings of any movie ever created. And once you watch this movie, you're gonna text me and you're gonna tell you're gonna be like, but so before we move on uh, to our to the, the magnificent list because I'm, I'm really intrigued on your top 10 list. Uh, but I feel like we got spoiled in like the 90s um, by by shows like Tales from the Crypt, you know, the Twilight Zone, the Outer Limits. Like those are really good horror shows. Like Tales from the Crypt was fantastic. Like that, like you can you if you go back and look at like all of those episodes from Tales from the Crypt, It'll be hard pressed for you to find like five bad ones. Like, all, like, those are great, great, like, self contained stories. All of them were different, but like, they were so good. And then you go watch like a crappy horror movie, you're like, man, where's the disconnect? Same thing with Black Mirror now. Like, Black Mirror makes such great episodes. And then you get these terrible horror movies. Uh, Like, I watched this horror movie, The Resort. On Hulu, this, that was by far the worst movie I've watched in, like, the last... One of the worst movies I've watched, like, period. But it called itself horror, and it's not really hard to do scary. You know, when you set up... A, and it was a decent story, but, like, they just let anybody make movies. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah. Like, have you... Do you remember any of those episodes of Tales from the Crypt? Like any any of your favorite episodes? I I have one in one in mind.
1: Bro, like, I I already know what your I already know what your favorite one is. But uh, bro, I actually watch if I wake up at like four a.m. because I wake up really early um a lot and sometimes I'll, I'll start. Uh, I watch I still watch Tales from the Crypt on YouTube. Nice. There's a YouTube page. See, I didn't even know that. (laughs) You can watch them. (laughs) Yeah. So go on YouTube, search for Tales from the Crypt, and there's a whole bunch of episodes. But I would probably say one of my favorites was the one, the, now I watched this one recently, the Santa Claus one. I don't remember that one. The, the, the woman was, the woman kills her husband and the little girl is saying, when is Santa coming? When is Santa coming? And the mom, so Santa's actually escaped from a mental hospital.
0: Okay. I I think I remember that one.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And pretty much at the end of it, I mean, the woman thought she killed, killed Santa. And at the end of it, Santa goes up into, climbs up the ladder, goes into the little girl's room. And she's like, I told you, mommy. I told you he was coming. He's here. And the mom just screams out. She's like, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) So that, I would probably say that was my favorite one. But I love Tales from the Crypt. I mean, it's incredibly corny looking at it now. Yes. Yeah. It's the 90s. I still love it, though, man. I still I still
0: love it I, I, I yeah, it's just one of those things. It's a guilty pleasure. there's one episode there's actually two episodes that really stick out, but as you were saying that telling that story, I thought of the one episode where the guy wanted his neighbor to fall in love with him. uh he's like, you know, and then he puts a spell on her and like she falls in love with him, but she's like extremely clingy <laughs> so so he tries to uh. And, like, he's trying everything to, like, reverse the spell, reverse the spell. So then at the very end, he ends up killing himself. He jumps off, like, he kills himself. And, like, he's he's in heaven or something. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I finally escaped from her. And then out of, like, the clouds, she comes through, like, this broken face. She jumped off the roof to, like, be with him, like, because she was totally in love with him. Just like you said, it's so it's so corny now. But like I remember that as a kid, I was like, "Yo, that's crazy!" Like I don't ever want that type of love, like <laughs> like ever. But yeah, that that's just one episode that really stuck out with me because I just thought it was hilarious because she was like a gorgeous actress, like and like of course every dude, uh, you know, would want her to love him. But then of course you find out she's crazy and tales from the crypt man. that knew how to ground itself in reality through horror <laughs> but let's move on right so we talked about worse horror um like what's your favorite horror genre like of of all of them like i i have my mind is a slasher i love i love slasher movies. i love 80s slasher movies they, they just crack me up man like what would you say your favorite genre of horror is
1: you ever saw a cabin? I mean, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. Sorry about my my camera's terrible. Even oh, when I had it hooked up, but um, you ever saw a cabin in the woods?
0: Of course, it's a great movie.
1: All right, so I love those types of movies. Yeah, you
0: know, Yeah. people
1: unassuming adventure. People load up in a car, you know, go go camping somewhere, and you know everything. Turns terrible, but I love it when everyone dies, especially. But so I mean, I wouldn't even. I never really look at the genre. I just kind of say, okay, it's a horror film. I'm gonna watch this.
0: That's that's what's up. So you saw Mid Midsummer? Yes, I saw that in the movies. Oh man, I, bless you, because I definitely couldn't have seen it. Oh man, that. <laughs> I I just. All right, so if you're a listener and you have not seen the movie Midsummer, it came out in 2019. I don't even know how to accurately explain the movie. Uh, Just know that it's about you know a group that goes to a a Swedish, they go to Sweden uh, to a a Midsummer festival, like Midsummer Nights festival, and it just turns into utter chaos. It is not a slasher movie at all, but it is the premise, like you said, people just going on an adventure, uh, and that was an event. That was like a trip, man. Like, everybody in the movie was tripping. As I was watching it, I was like, man, my, this is – like, I didn't even know how to wrap my mind around it, but it was so beautifully shot. Like, every everything about that movie was beautifully made. And one thing, like, you saw, you saw the movie Hereditary, right?
1: Yeah, I watched that.
0: So so, I did the ride home review for, for Hereditary, and I talk I spoke about the screaming, like the mom screaming for like I felt it was like three minutes, like when when she find that like, when the daughter died. Yeah, when the when the daughter died, the same thing in Midsummer. She does like when she finds out her parents, like what happened to her parents. Like she does the same scream, and it's like. That's, the, that's this director, because the same guy wrote and directed both of those movies. And I was like, that's his calling card, this screen. Like, I don't even know how he gets it out of these actresses. I mean, this scream, like you have to hear it to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, so Midsummer that was that uh, we had a few technical difficulties. We're back, uh, but we're talking about Midsummer and the, the yelling of the two main characters. But we're going to we're going we're gonna to jump into our list before we get cut off again. <laughs> at at, at this point, you know, we've been having some technical difficulties so we're just going to jump into our top 10 list but before we get in our top 10 list, i like to throw some honorable mentions out there and I forgot to do it last time but I want to remember to do it this time and these are some good movies that would have made my list uh, but they just, I mean, there's only 10. You can only pick 10 but they're great. They're considered to be great horror movies but like, my honorable mentions The Mist, as we spoke about earlier. It's just the ending, man. The ending of The Mist is, is out of control. Uh, and and once you watch it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. A Quiet Place, I, I really like that movie, but once again, that was more, I don't know why I consider it more sci-fi, more action than I do horror. Uh, and then Evil Dead, have you seen the Evil Dead remake? That movie was phenomenal, but it just- I have not.
1: I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling like a scrub right now because oh, you're you're throwing out these horror movies and I thought I had I thought I've seen it all and you're throwing stuff out that I haven't heard of.
0: Oh man, you gotta watch like I didn't watch the original Evil Dead that came out in, like the eighties and I was too much of a, a you know scared person to watch those dark, dark horror movies in the eighties. Uh, But but I watched this, you know, a few years back and the remake, I would dare dare I say, is better than the original. Uh, But the last last horror on my honorable mention, and this one was really, really close. I had it on my list, but then a few movies knocked it off. Train to Busan. That was a great man. It was I felt like it was low budget Korean horror, but at the same time, it was such a good movie. And those zombies were scary as hell. Like, fast zombies scare me. Like, I, I feel like I could survive, you know, with the slow ones. But those zombies that, like, the, the World War Z zombies, nah, that, that's scary. Like, like, those zombies that just run and they're fat. Like, for some reason, they're all, like, track stars. Like, and they're just way faster than you. And I feel like I'm pretty fast, but they don't have any, they, they don't get winded. Like, I'll get winded. Them zombies keep going. Uh, but, yeah, those, those are my honorable mention. Uh, Train to Busan, man. That, that's a good one. It's a Korean horror zombie movie, and it made a lot of money in, in Korea. And the second one was terrible. Peninsula was terrible by every by every grade. Peninsula was terrible. But we're gonna start with. Do you have any honorable mentions before we before we start with our ten?
1: No honorable mentions. Awesome. Yeah, I got I, I got my ten in that's no particular
0: order. Oh man, they gotta be in order because we to we to alternate. It okay, uh, all right, yeah, go ahead you. So you you start you're the guest. You started
1: off. All right, so for number ten,
0: I'm gonna have to go with "People Under the Stairs." Good one. That's a good. What oh. <laughs> year did that come out? That's not modern. People that are, was in the '90s, man. Was, oh man. Yo,
1: People on the Stairs was just one of those movies that just kind of jacks you up as you watched it. Um, because they didn't make a lot of movies. I mean, still to this day, you don't really see horror movies that that surround the hood, other than like <laughs> Candyman. And, and new one, it was too woke for me. But yeah, people on the stairs, man, that, that definitely sits in my top 10.
0: That's a that's a solid movie. I think we watched that together as kids. Definitely watched it. I, I, I'm ninety percent sure we all watched it together. That was a that was a good one. That that that's actually when I I got over my fear of a lot of horror movies, because that one wasn't that scary to me. That was a good story though. Like the people on the stairs was like a good solid story. Uh, but I'm gonna go with my number ten, and my number ten could be my number one because I really, for some reason, I really do love this movie. I Spit on Your Grave. Like, so they did a remake. I Spit on Your Grave was, like, made in, like, the 70s. Like, real low-budget movie. And this is one of my favorite, like, slasher slash revenge horror. Like, I love seeing the bad guys get what's coming to them. And if you've never seen I Spit on Your Grave, this woman. All right, so a woman gets sexually assaulted. But she knows she doesn't get sexually assaulted. She just gets beat up by some, like, hillbilly, like, you know, this real small town. She's a New York writer, and, like, they just give her grief, you know, just for being there. And, like, they just, like, beat her up and leave her for dead. And uh, she survives, and she comes back and, like, she makes some of the stuff in Saw look, like, Child's play, man. I mean, she. The, some of the stuff she does to these guys is just grotesque. But I just enjoy. They made like four of these movies, but the first one just always a stick out. It's it's so like don't have a weak stomach watching. I spit on your grave. Like <laughs> it's, it's 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 pretty it's pretty intense. But I love this movie. Like I love seeing once again the bad guys get what's coming to them, and she gave it to them, man. She. Boy, it was terrible. That's my yeah. number 10. Let's move on to your number uh,
1: nine. My number nine, this this runs along the lines of what you were saying about fast zombies 28 days later.
0: That's a well, great movie.
1: I saw that in the movies and it caught me off guard. And the girl I was with, she she didn't she did not handle horror well. So the entire movie. She's grabbing my arm. She's screaming. And I mean, most of the theater was screaming. I mean, 28 <laughs> days later, kind of they definitely it was really dark. And it sort of changed the landscape for zombie movies, because before that, everybody was just brains, just walking super slow. And this one, you know, it sped it up a
0: lot. Great movie. That was another one. I bumped that out. Of, I bumped that out of my top ten. Like, it, cause I put that up there with Train to Busan. Like, just great zombie. Like, it's a great zombie movie. And I didn't put any zombie horror, like any comedy horror movies in there either. Like in my list, I didn't. Uh, cause there's Zombieland. That's another. That's a great zombie movie. But t- 28 Days Later. That's a good one. You can't go wrong with that pick. My number nine is. Techni- I don't even know if you want to call it a zombie movie. The Crazies. I think that came out in 2008 or something like that. And it, uh, Josh Duhamel, I don't know, Duhamel, I don't know how you say his name. <laughs> but like, that's a man, The Crazies. It's not, they're not technically zombies. It's just the people who like, they don't get bit. They just, it was like something in the water, like a, a plane crash. A uh, military plane, because the the world knows that the military is going to be the reason for the apocalypse or the zombie apocalypse, at least like whatever lab they had going. But like a a military plane crashes and like people drinking water and and like they just become like they just become killers, like they they just start killing people and like the government sends in an the army and. And like it's it's a good movie it's not it's not super scary, but I really enjoyed that movie and the ending of this ending of it is super bleak like the the good guys don't win the bad guys don't win it's just everybody dies almost like it's not a spoiler, but if you haven't seen the Crazies yet, you probably won't watch it, but it's pretty good,
1: yeah, yeah, I saw that it was a it's a good movie. I've probably watched that movie. 345 times. Haven't watched it in years though, but yeah, I mean, the one thing that always jumps out to me about the crazies is that uh that dude with the pitchfork. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. It was like, man, what this is, yeah, it was just it was different. It was a different take on like the whole zombie, you know, genre. It was slower. It was like a slower paced movie, but it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, my my number 8, I'm going with The Exorcist, the original one.
0: Okay, why yeah. why why the Exorcist? Why and why
1: is that? So, all right. So I don't think. I mean, when we were younger, we used to. You used to rent movies from Blockbuster, not me. <laughs> I remember mean, when I finally got a Blockbuster card, I went and I always heard my dad talk about the Exorcist, and I had never seen it myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I roll up in Blockbuster, you know the cover of the Exorcist is the priest yeah. with the coat and the hat. It's a very dark cover so i rented mm-hmm. it and i was like this is pretty good i liked it it was the idea i think it was the idea that i've heard so many people talk about it and i've never seen it myself and this is still this is in the 90s so for me it was like girl gets possessed by the devil the priest can't do anything about it i'm
0: feeling this I think I watched the, I think I watched a remake. I didn't, I didn't really. I'm not a big fan, man. Like it's funny, funny you mentioned blockbuster, because I used to. One of the only reasons I have rented so many movies from blockbuster because I had a crush on one of the girls who worked at the blockbuster. <laughs> <hadn't played> <laughs> no, man, I used to go in there like every Friday, Saturday, like hoping she was working, and I used to rent movies there. Of course, i remember her name and everything. Cute little, cute little thing anyways moving on to my number eight the ring the the first ring movie was something different now I I vowed to not watch this movie because I don't like remakes like at this point you know this is early you know early 2000s they were remaking everything and I heard about the Japanese version. And like the Japanese version, like I just saw clips and I was like, this is scary. Like, I don't want no parts of this. Uh, so the only reason I watched the ring was because I was on an airplane. I don't know where I was flying from. You know, I was in the military. I might have been, fl- this is 2004, 2005. So I might have been flying to Korea, like, or flying back from Korea something. Who knows? Uh, but I was asleep on the airplane, and I woke up like. And this is not the new airplanes where I had every everybody has their own video. They had like a few screen. Every every you know seat had a screen on it, but everybody was watching the same movie, and the ring was on, and I woke up the first time the girl woke walked, walked out of the the TV. So like, imagine being on the airplane, waking up. And seeing this on it, like, like literally my eyes open and I see this thing just coming out. And I was like, what is this? What the, like, and I've, I've I don't think I've ever been that scared. I might have dropped a pee, like, I had a drop of pee come out. Because I was like, what the, <laughs> like, <laughs> is this my time? Like, I'm like, what is happening right now, right? So then the movie keeps going and it's like, and you know how she crawled out of the, the TV, like, really creepy like and I'm like this is some scary stuff right so I have to I immediately closed my eyes again because I was like I don't want to see this <laughs> image it's like let me make sure this image is not like for real open my eyes again and like the movie kept going and I was like all right I gotta watch this from the beginning so I got to wherever I was going and I remember watching and I was like oh this is this is a solid movie then they ruined it by making like However other many rings they have and, like, all these different knockoffs, like The Grudge, those are terrible movies. But that original ring, that was good, man. I, I enjoyed that.
1: <laughs> yeah, the same girl I saw um, 28 Days Later where we watched The Ring at her house, and, and that movie kind of freaked us both out. <laughs> so I remember that.
0: It was different, man. It was different.
1: Yeah, I would say, so for my number seven, I'm going with
0: Pet Cemetery. The original. I've never watched any of those. I watch? refuse to watch. <laughs> I refuse. Like when I say I don't watch possession movies, I definitely ain't watching no animal mo- Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, no.
1: Nope. Bro, that movie okay. made me feel, just thinking about that movie makes me feel uncomfortable. And <laughs> there are very few movies that make me feel Uncomfortable, but that was one of them. Because there's this scene in the, they remade it, right? Yes, I, I know. One of the, one of the key one of the key takeaways about Pet Cemetery is one: if you if you were a fan, you know about the cat, and you know about the damn tractor trailer. Okay, and when that tractor trailer hit that little boy, and the only thing that you saw was his damn shoe on the road.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: I was bothered by it. I, I felt really uncomfortable. So if a movie can make me feel uncomfortable, yeah, that, that, that's that gotta go up in my top. Yeah, so Pet Cemetery, the original. The remake, I saw that in movies, it was trash.
0: I, I believe you, most, most of them are. So my number seven, is my number seven for almost the exact same reason. But it's not a tractor. It was a lawnmower. <laughs> Sinister. Yo, I lo- Sinister, Christine doesn't really do horror. She's watched a few horror movies with me. Uh, and we watched Sinister together. And boy, I've never watched Sinister 2 because I just don't, like, I heard it was terrible. But the first one was so good. Like, one, if you move into a house, and that house just so happens to have an attic, and then you go up in that attic, and they have, like, an old film projector, (laughs) like, (laughs) what would possess you to want to watch that? (laughs) Like, bro, if I move into a house, and I go upstairs, and there's a projector there, Nah, man. Like, I don't care if I've never watched a scary movie before in my life. There's nothing on that projector that's going to make my life any better. Like, the projector's not going to have the lottery numbers. Like, no. There's definitely something wrong there. Like, and, and this guy goes up like, creepy house already. And, like, people were trying to tell him that the house, like, like come on. <laughs> but Sinister, that was a good movie. And that scene with the lawnmower when he just, like, runs over the family with the lawnmower. Bro, it don't get no crazier than that. Like, that's insane to me. And that's that's my number seven, man. I, I really enjoyed that movie. I've watched that like two or three times over, and I still never will understand why somebody would watch movies on a projector that was just in your house when you got there. Nah, that, that's that's going to somebody's thrift shop. <laughs>
1: These are white people,
0: right? I don't even have to say it. Yes. Yes, of course they were. (laughs) Guess what race it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Ethan Hawke, man. I I like Ethan Hawke. He's one of my favorite actors. He he was the guy, man. Terrible life choice.
1: Yeah. Uh, Number six for me, I'm going with Final Destination. mm. Eh, The
0: first one? First one okay there's
1: a certain you know
0: what it was I which one was the first one was that the roller coaster one or like oh that was the plane it was supposed to get on the plane mm-hmm okay okay yeah that was the first one yeah
1: yeah and what was what was I guess the reason why it stuck out to me is because I hadn't saw it and I was away at a camp. And they played it for movie night. And I was like, "Damn, this is really good." And I went. I mean, I would probably. They're kind of all looped in together for me. Yeah. And I remember one time I was in Bangkok, and I had nothing else to do. I had ran out of stuff to do out there, and the the last final destination that came out was playing. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go watch this in the movies and kill two hours my Mm -hmm. day. But yeah, I mean, I still I mean they got they got probably three final destinations up on Netflix and I still watch them
0: to this day. So the second one is the one with the truck. Like that or is that the third one? The one where they're on the highway? That's the one I vividly remember. Like because I you drive so many places and like that truck just de- like carrying all that lumber like oh man that, that's like that's the most gruesome death scene in, in oh that all. was
1: actually the one I saw in the movies where the bridge <laughs> collapsed and all of that oh man yeah I I, I really enjoyed that one but I,
0: I enjoyed all of them those those are good those are good series it's funny because while that's considered horror, I didn't consider like it's such a concept movie to me. It's like it's it's like a niche because there's no other movie like Final Destination. Like it, it it's almost comedy to me. Like I watch those movies to laugh. I'll laugh because some of those deaths are so outlandish and far fetched. Uh, but it, it's it's a great movie though. The first one was was like trying to be really serious. Then like the the rest of them like. They just had fun with the deaths because they were like the one where the guy's like thought he was going to die in the dentist's office and he leaves and like the glass falls on his head like like what I mean he could splat like a cartoon character pretty gruesome like watching it in the theater cuz I did go see that one in the theater but I was like, probably oh.
1: saw it in 3D
0: I probably did yeah if it if it came out in 3D I definitely did that that was my thing for a while So I'll move on to my number 6 the collector. Now, once again, like they What does it call horror porn? Like a uh, horror porn. Like you know, Saw, Hostel, where it's just like these grotesque killings, like almost like Final Destination, where it's like these just. But like in these movies, like Saw, like they set up these somebody set up these elaborate traps. The collector. Once again, not a good person, doing bad things. Like having bad things happen to him because that, you know, he's trying to rob a house and that house just so happened to be, you know, uh, it's such a weird premise, right? He's trying to rob a house, but the collector had already booby-trapped the house to kill the family. So now the guy who's robbing the house is like trying to get out as the family comes home, but all the family members are getting killed. It's, It's an insane premise, it's an insane movie but for some reason I enjoyed it they end up making a second one the collection which was okay but not as good as like the collector I, I I really enjoyed that movie not the greatest movie ever it won't win any Oscars but I just enjoy I enjoy watching bad people get what's coming to them <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do I do in like the most horrific way
1: yeah. I would say my number five, and I'm sure you're gonna disagree with me on this, would be Saw. Okay. So it may it it's my top five. I mean, that movie was I pretty much enjoyed all of the Saw movies, but Saw Part One is still same thing. I mean, this was what Saw so came out in what early two thousands? Two thousand four. Two mm-hmm. thousand four. Okay. Yeah, I remember that I was sitting on uh, a French couch watching it, and I was like, "Yo, this is crazy! <laughs> yeah. This is crazy!" <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Saw up there for uh for for number five for me.
0: Okay, I will just let you know, Saw is my number four. Saw, like, so we were great minds think alike. I love that movie. Uh. So my number five is Hereditary, right? And, and the fact that this movie jumped my list, and it might be recency bias, but bro, you can't tell me the ending of that movie wasn't like the craziest 10 minutes or 15 minutes, like up until that point, like the movie is going and like there's a lot of symbolism throughout the movie and it's really beautifully shot. Like it, it's paced really well. Everything about the movie works. And I'm like, where is it going? You know, once the big reveal comes, you know, toward you know, three-fourths of the movie, the big reveal about why why exactly all of it's happening, I'm like, okay. At that point, I almost checked out because I was like, all right, this is another, like, demon movie, you know, whatever. And then the end, like, everything, like, the ending was just bad shit crazy, (laughs) like, like, everything that happened, all those different images, like, just, it was just all surreal. And I was like, and, and once again, I'm watching this at the middle of the night. It's like 1, 2 in the morning. And uh, and I'm just sitting there. And this is, this is, honestly, like 1, 2 in the morning, that's when you find out what kind of person you really are. And that's when I found out I'm a bitch. Cause I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there I was trying to look at my phone To try, like, try to distract me from watching I was like uh, I was trying to do everything To not catch what was happening But I really couldn't look away I was like this is insane Like it was so much going on To where I had to rewind it To make sure I didn't miss Something that had like Because it was just It was a lot happening At the end of that movie And it was such a Like the ending really saved The whole movie for me because it was so you know out of left field like just the way the way it was all set up just it, it was just a good movie like it, it was it was scary I, I like i really i thought it was all hype i didn't think it was actually going to be scary at all but that movie was creepy i, w- I would not even say it was scary it was just creepy it was like it just gave me and then of course like right after i turned the movie off like my my home pod goes off and it starts playing music and i'm like what in the world like okay (laughs) all right who's who's playing games man like yeah it was it was good creepy good creepy time (laughs)
1: you know the only thing i I didn't like about that movie was peter's crying (laughs) yo i couldn't take it (laughs) i could not i could not take it that kid's crying was So annoying. And I'm like, dude, you're 17. Why you crying like a why you
0: crying like that, man? So after watching Midsummer, like this guy, like he, I feel like the director made him do it that way. Like at, at this point, I feel like it was all intentional because it was the same thing with Midsummer, like the way, the way all of the different sounds, like he wanted the most shrill sound. Like every, like if you just Listen. If you just listen to those movies, because like, because once again, I watched those two back to back the last two nights, and I just was paying attention to just this guy's style, and the sound is a big thing in all in both of those movies. Like the noises that people make, they're all very uncomfortable noises. Like if if you just if you just listen to the movies, like they're really uncomfortable. Like everything about them makes you feel uncomfortable. They don't want like just the screaming and the the chanting like it was just all even the
1: wheezing yes where where charlotte uh has the uh she eats the cake yeah has the allergic peanut reaction and then peter the older brother mm-hmm. he he starts wheezing he tells his boys like, hold my hand
0: yeah yeah <laughs> it's a it's a very very creepy movie very creepy movie.
1: It was. It was. It didn't. It didn't make my top five. But Midsummer is actually my number four. All right, that's what I'm talking about. And talking about creepy sounds to add on to that, <laughs> because that was, because this was pretty much the transition point in the movie. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I went and saw Midsummer, and I hadn't even seen. I got stubs, right? And mm-hmm. I've had stubs for a while. And I would just I usually just go to the movies on on a Friday. So I looked at midsummer and there was a couple other movies out of the time and I just booked my ticket to Midsummer. So I came in completely blank, not knowing what to expect.
0: (laughs) That's a perfect way to go into that movie too.
1: Right. I just I just rolled the dice and the transition point where where things got real was when the two elders. Sacrifice themselves, and you want to talk about a sound when, the, when they hit the ground when they jumped <laughs> off that cliff and hit the ground and he's buckled. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I mean, because because that looks that would be something I would do. <laughs> I would I would meet some and and I would probably because I've 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 gone out to places. You're, with, you're a
0: backpacker, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll go out on an adventure with no problem with people who I'm not even too familiar with, just because I want to tell a good
0: story. Bro, it ain't it ain't no way in hell. I kept thinking like. Why is why is the brother and that's a great actor? That the guy I can't remember his name, but he's a good actor because he played Cheedy in a good place. But like, oh, his
1: name's uh, William Jackson uh, Harper. Harper, yeah. yeah. Like, have you yeah. watched Love Life season two on HBO?
0: Yes, of course I have. He's I, that's, on that. I mean, that, that he's that's lit. one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite shows. It's but I
1: was of, wondering. I was saying to myself when they first started taking the shrooms. I said, "What in the hell is the black man doing taking shrooms? Because I'll go on an adventure in the woods, backpacking and all that stuff, but you try to give me some shrooms, nah, not <laughs> happening." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, hey, just different upbringings, because I, I know a lot. I, I know a lot of black people who who partake in, in you know, those, those exotic drugs, as I like to call them. <laughs>
1: I ain't touching it.
0: But yeah, I already told you Saw is my number four. And like the reason Saw is my number four is I will never forget watching Jigsaw stand up for the first time. Like I don't think I've ever been that scared. Like watching The Ring as I was sleepy, I was scared. But like when that dude stood up at the end of Saw, the the first Saw, because it was a great movie up to that point. And it was like, how are you gonna end this? Like, who, you know, is he gonna saw his leg off? You know, whatever. And the, and like all of the tension just just builds up to the the crescendo. And when he stood up, I literally had goosebumps. I was sitting. I remember I was I was with a a, a beautiful young woman, <laughs> and we were in my apartment in El Paso. And like I had like one of those. Big like flat screens that sit on the ground, like it was like one of the uh, b- big tube like big screen. Yeah, the
1: floor model. You had yeah, the Hafitasi.
0: The, fl- the, the fl- exactly, and uh, and watching that, the room was completely dark, and I was like, like I couldn't say anything, I couldn't move. I was like, this is perhaps one of the scariest moments, and it wasn't really that scary, like looking back on it. But it, I was so shocked that I, I got got because I, I'm usually good at... I'm, I'm the dude who's like, oh, that's the killer. Oh, that guy's the killer. And, like, I was completely dumbfounded because you didn't see that coming. Like, nobody nobody could have saw that coming. That was the greatest gimmick in movie history was Jigsaw standing up because he'd been there the whole time, you know, during during the original Saw. So you definitely couldn't go wrong putting that in your top five because that's, like... Hard man, that might be one of the top five, you know, top 10 movies of all time because of the ending to me. But let's go with your number three. We in the top three.
1: Well, number three is Nightmare on Elm
0: Street, three Dream Warriors. That's my favorite one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, we haven't spoke about this before. We did. This is the one, wait. Am I confusing it? Because I thought because number three is the one where they're in the mental hospital, mental institution.
0: Hold on, let's. All right, listeners, we are about to do a, a. Have you seen that with T first? Because I'm about <laughs> I'm about to Google it. Because I know Nightmare of Street Three is the Dream Warriors. Because that's my favorite one. Right, so you are right. It is the one in, in the mental. It is the dream dream warriors, but it is the one in the uh, mental institution as well. So yeah, yes, I mean number three.
1: Yeah, I'm one because I actually I rewatched it recently and. Seeing Lawrence Fishburne, man, I was like, okay, I, I, <laughs> I gotta finish this. Because I, I was thinking to myself, it's like, man, why is Lawrence, Fish, Lawrence Fishburne was probably 17, 18 in that movie? He looked like he was 45. What <laughs> for a pack of new ports, because everybody smoked. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, your man Freddie was just wreaking havoc. And thinking to myself, I'm like, man, like, if you're in a if you're in a mental institution, usually you're being put on medication that's going to make you sleep. And the whole time you're worried about you're worried about someone who's going to kill you once you go to sleep. This is this just sounds like a huge recipe for for disaster.
0: So that movie helped me conquer a lot of fears actually. Uh, because, like the premise was, you're right. They were in, they were all in the psychiatric institution, but like they learned how to fight Freddy in their dreams. They lost most of them lost, but it was like some pretty cool sequences. You know, uh, I think one was like a karate fighter or something like that. like one was a strong guy. Like uh, the black dude survived that one, I think, and he died in the fourth one. But I think yeah. the, I think the black dude did survive, which was which was very encouraging, <laughs> but yeah, like I, that was, that was, that's my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street number three. Cause it just, it was different, man. And Fred, that's when Freddie got comical. That's when he, you know, cause the first two were really dark and like everything was serious, but like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street three, that's when, that's actually when he found his footing. And, and, and uh, I think that's when the, the series really took off and a lot more people started going to see it. Uh, but my number three, which I had a hard time, you know, putting it on the list, but it's such a good movie to me. The Invisible Man, like the new the the, the new Invisible Man. It came out, I think, last year or maybe year before last with the. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Elizabeth, I saw that. Elizabeth Moss. That was such a good movie. Like it, it was it was just it was just really good. It It, it touched on so many things and it was creepy, though. Like, cause I didn't, I went into it not thinking it was going to be scary at all. I thought it was going to be just like this psychological thriller, but like this guy was, he, like the pain he put, you know, the main character through. And of course, everybody's like, you know, discounting everything she's saying. And it said, it was a lot of messages, a lot of hidden messages in that movie. Uh, But I, I really enjoyed that movie. I think that was like one of the best remakes uh, that I that I've seen in a long time, if not the best remake of any type of genre and movie uh, that I've seen in a while, because they just they just smashed it out of the park, man. It's a did you see movie. it in the cinemas or did you see it at home? I saw it at home because I was deployed when it came out, and, and 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 two, I very rarely go see scary movies. Other than like Saw movies, I don't go. I really don't go see like especially being married with kids like I don't go to the movies too often anymore unless it's to go see the big blockbusters now that I'm doing the podcast and and you know I live really close to a theater I I and I'm retired now so you know kind of you know I'm on leave I've been I've had a lot of time so I get to go check out other movies but I usually only go to the theater to see the big blockbusters uh, and this wasn't that. I wish I would have saw it in the theater because I'm pretty sure it was even better in the theater. But I did see it at home, uh, and it was a really good movie. I, I re- like. I can. If you haven't seen The Invisible Man, watch it. I think it's it's on HBO Max. I think. Uh, but that, that was a great, phenomenal movie.
1: Yeah, I mean that guy. You can tell that guy was really good at planning. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you oh
0: yeah! Much. Oh yeah! Yeah. <laughs> he. he, he, he he knew something bad was gonna happen eventually, and he had a, a diabolical plan for all of it. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was it was good. So my number two,
1: Candyman, the original. Can't go wrong with that. Man, Candyman. I mean, that movie was terrifying. To this day, I have not went in the I've not looked in the mirror and said Candyman.
0: Not I have it.
1: I refuse, refuse to do it. I have a nephew who, he's 21 now, but I think when he was like nine, we watched Candyman, and he said, I'm not scanning on Candyman, I'll go in the bathroom and say it. <laughs> he goes in the bathroom and he says it. <laughs> like, You're on your own, nephew.
0: Yeah, You're yeah, on your own. Yeah, but I, the fact that,
1: that that movie was in the projects, I mean, yeah it was just it was just it was a very uncomfortable movie to to say the least and there and it wasn't it there was no happy ending i i am i am incredibly disappointed though with what they did with the with the remake although you'll disagree with me i I was really disappointed
0: i will i will wholeheartedly disagree I like while I didn't think it was like the greatest remake I didn't think it was like the greatest franchise starter I thought it was a great I thought it was a great movie like I I enjoyed the movie more than the horror I just I enjoyed the movie itself and that actor man I always I always butcher his name but uh he's phenomenal man he's really good like he he's a great actor and and I like I like the films he's in but I understand why you didn't like it, because it's nothing like the original. Uh, and it it just it goes in a different direction. But I, I enjoyed it. But I can't knock you for not liking it. I can't like a horror movie with with a message. <laughs> but the whole the essence of horror is the message in between, though. It's not it's not all mindless. Like a lot of my movies, they have, like I said, like I always like to see the bad guy get, get it in an end. Oh, the bad guys got it at the end of Candyman. Like, like those cop <laughs> those, those cops got it. Everybody got it. All of the all of those people got it. And it, it was pretty good. Uh so my number two movie. There's horror and then there's horror. Like I once again, I tell you, I tell any like watching this movie, I felt like a bitch. Like I was literally like closing my eyes during some of the scenes. Have you ever seen the movie, The Descent? And if you haven't, you're not a real horror fan. Pretty sure I have. You had to. There are movies, there's certain movies that you just don't forget. Like there's certain movies I just will never forget. The Descent, right? Six females go spelunking. And this is the first time I've ever heard that term. Spelunking. Oh
1: yes, I, I, I saw it. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: They go spelunking, and they put that in the tag, like in, in the synopsis, like six six friends go spelunking and in, and in, into some cave. Once again, you ain't never ever got to worry about me doing nothing like that. But boy, this movie, and I, and in my head, I'm like, nah, it can't be that scary. Nah, they hyping it up. They're hyping it up. So one night, it was on like Hulu or something like that. And this is like years ago. I watched this, and I've never been more terrified in my life. The end, the last scene of that movie when she's like crawling up the dead bodies, still haunts me to this day. That shit was creepy. It was scary. It was like, like if you're claustrophobic, you would definitely like be afraid of that movie. Like if you're afraid of heights, you're gonna be afraid. Of, like everything about that just says one. Don't go into a damn cave, like, thinking you're going to do something, like, looking for whatever the hell they're looking for because they're having a, a, a girls' weekend out. No, no. The Descent, man, that's... Man, once again, if you're listening to this podcast and you've never seen The Descent, go watch it. If you want to be terrified, that movie will scare the shit out of you. Like, it, it is scary, It is by far the scariest time I've ever, and I'm glad I ain't go see it in a theater because I'd have probably walked out out of fear. (laughs) 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 Like, like, it's just, it's just creepy. Like, it was just creepy. Like, just the atmosphere, the way they shot it, it just, everything about it was creepy. It didn't look fake. It looked like that shit could really happen. Like, in it, like, it looked like that might happen. So I'm never going cave diving, cave jumping. No, 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 no. That's my number two. I'm sticking.
1: Well, I, think, I think the entire cast was all white females.
0: No, I think it was like it was. Like, I think it it was a. I think they had like one of the females like from Brazil or something. Like they were.
1: Yeah, she's like, a Latina. Yeah. It yeah. Was, but you know, Latinas. A, yeah, she's from Brazil. So nah. Not along nah. the
0: same vein. Just nah. I'm just not. I'm not going there. I'm not going in no cave. Nope. No thanks. I'm not Laura Croft. Neither were they, <laughs> and they paid for it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And if my memory serves me correctly, I think someone's, I'm not gonna move. I'm not gonna ruin the ending for your listeners, but they should yeah. have already
0: seen it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely have to watch this movie. It it is, it is a highly highly touted. How and it's just scary. It's just scary. like if you're a horror fan. It's a scary movie. All right, so All right. I think
1: my number one is going to surprise you. Let's go with it. And and before before I actually before I talk about before I say the name of it, I have to give you the backstory. So I yeah, you know, I was lucky enough to have HBO as a kid, mm-hmm. at least in my mom's room, and I'll never mm-hmm. forget. I was, I was super young. This is the 80s. This is how far back I'm going. Wake up and I see this movie where the guy is where this older man is telling this younger uh, dude to dig a hole on the beach. And he digs the hole in the beach. And he, you know, goes into the hole older guy fills the hole and then the tide comes in kills the guy and the movie i'm talking about is creep show hmm.
0: okay.
1: and so you if you have you seen creep show i'm sure you nope. have nope <laughs> nope no, so creep show is i think it was about three
0: movies it was i, I in I, one I, I know all about Creepshow. I just never, I would, I will never watch it. See, the, the, the
1: one, I mean, the one where he made the guy, one, I, I've almost drowned a couple of times in my life. Mm -hmm. So anytime I watch a movie where someone's drowning, creeps me to hell out. Number two, there Mm -hmm. was a, there was another part of the movie where this guy is living in the middle of nowhere A meteorite comes out of the sky, this idiot goes out there picks it up with his bare hands gets meteorite juice on his hands and he pretty much starts turning into a flower, like into a plant Mm. and you know he pretty much blows his head off. (laughs) But. And then I think the last part of it was they kind of had a blob. Um, remember, remember the movie The Blob? Yes. But they had that, but it was in a it was in a lake. And this was not a happy ending because the kid, you know, the kid, you know, makes a run for it. It was he was on a dock with with his friends, and all his friends got eaten by the blob, and. This kid was some super fast swimmer. He swims back to shore. and He makes it to shore. He's like, "I beat you! I beat you! I won!" Mm-hmm. And the blob comes over and
0: kills him. I, yeah. I've, I've actually saw. I saw that one. I did see that one. <laughs> I, I saw like and and I didn't I didn't think to watch the rest of them. I, I saw I saw that one because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. They uh,
1: actually put a they actually put a series together on shutter
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh for Creep Show. Uh, I started watching it uh, a time ago.
0: Because Creep Show was like a serial uh, like a serial like series, you know, way back in the day. Uh and, and then they did the movie. Uh yeah, no, no. I I chose I chose to stay away from that stuff as a kid. Uh because I it, it used to come on all the time. Like and it just you know couldn't do it, just just could not do it.
1: And it, it, I I also feel like the one where the guy touches the meteorite with his hand, and his hand gets burnt, and then he puts his hand in his mouth. I was just thinking, man, this guy. I mean, he was just one of those country bumpkin type dudes, and I'm I'm just thinking to myself, like, you ever burnt your hand? and yes. You just kind of regret this—the stupidity or the or the mindlessness of you. Yes. Actually, not paying attention to touching something hot and burning your hand, and then you're in pain for like the next few hours. Yes. I think that's the reason why I can relate to that guy so much because he—that's just like, you know, as a kid, the first time you burn your hand, you're just like, "Damn, this sucks," and. I mean that guy it 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 turned dark really fast for him
0: <laughs> yeah t- like once again th- they're just certain situations that I could find myself in that I would not find myself in like if something fell out of the sky I'm going the other way that's that's <laughs> that's just me uh so we're we're gonna move on to my number one and this is this this was tough, but I had to go with it. I just had to. And this is like number one on so many people's lists. Uh, I didn't consider it horror, but it's the most horrific story you'll ever see played out on the big screen. My number one movie, Get Out. Get Out, Get Out, Get Out. Once again, I I spoke about it last week on, on the pod. How when like the the previews came out for it, I thought it was a joke. like, because it was just like, okay, before well, <laughs> no, I, I'll I'll save that story, or I'll save my question for after I finish with just this synopsis. But get out was so well well done to me. Uh, and it's so like it was so timely for when it was made. like a lot of these movies, came out at the exact right time. Like Saw came out at the perfect time because horror was dying. You know, Scream came out at the perfect time because horror was dying. Like these movies come and just like save it from itself. You know, uh, certain movies just like, just transcend a lot of things because they just come out at the perfect time. Uh, And I feel like Get Out came at the perfect time. You know, it was like a perfect storm of things that happened in the country. Uh, and then this movie comes out and everybody wanted a piece of it. Like everybody wanted, I feel like Get Out was one of those, re, one of the reasons why Black Panther was made, because it was so big. It was so, and it was like, oh man, what do you, Black people can sell movies. They can sell a movie that's not Friday or they can sell a movie that's not about the hood. They could sell, like, this is a, this is a very outlandish story, but like, Jordan Peele somehow made it, one, it was scary, like, it it just had parts that made you uncomfortable, it wasn't really scary, like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I no part of the movie was I scared, but it was just uncomfortable, it was like this level of uncomfort, like, when the, the guy was, when he was outside, and the guy just came running at him, it was like, that's just weird, like, (laughs) you know, when the, the the maid, the you know, the black lady is just looking at him through the window, that's not scary, but that's just uncomfortable. When she's blinking or when she's talking to him and she starts crying, like she has the one tear, like that's not that's not scary per se, but it just made you feel uncomfortable. Like and then, of course, the big reveal at the end, you know, of what was all going on. And I was like, holy, I didn't see this coming at all, you know, and, and then like, you know, battling with the the crazy daughter and like it just it all came together perfectly. It, and to me, of course, maybe it's the number one on my list because I'm Black, probably, but I just, I love that movie. Like that movie just, it holds up still, you know. Uh, you can go watch that at any time and still, you know, get that feeling because it's such, it's just a well-made movie. Uh, and, and, and what I was thinking of when, when I kept thinking that the trailer was fake, have you watched the movie, Karen?
1: pretty sure i have
0: nah i'm pretty sure because it came out last year maybe uh maybe a year ago let's see it's it's like a new movie because i I got the same vibe from the trailers for that movie
1: no i didn't i haven't seen karen
0: okay the worst movie like the antithesis of get out is karen like i could do an episode on karen itself uh, but it, it's just a terrible movie. Uh there are definitely people who have seen Karen, uh, and they probably hate themselves for it. It was made by BET. When I found out that it was a BET movie, that's <laughs> when, that's when I knew exactly why it was. Like if if you haven't gone if you haven't seen Karen, just watch it and and just be angry at me for telling you to watch this terrible movie. Uh because as the name of the movie implies it's a movie about a Karen, like the the most extreme Karen that you can find in the world. That's who this movie is about. Uh, and Wait, it's ter- did you
1: say BET made the movie? Yes. Well, that's the reason why I haven't seen it because I don't watch anything on BET.
0: Nah, like so on Facebook, and you don't you don't Facebook that much. That's probably why you never saw it because it was this trailer was floating around Facebook and like it's just a ter- it's a terrible trailer for a terrible movie but the trailer was so outlandish i had to watch it it was the same thing like get out like get out had like this crazy trailer but like the buzz for get out was like this is going to be a good movie like this is a great movie um and yeah no this this movie was not and then when the movie ended that's when it like as the credits were rolling and then I saw it was a BET film, I was like, oh, that's why. No, no wonder. It was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible.
1: It, it sounds terrible. But going back to get out, I mean, me and the went when it saw that and and, and we made it we made a decision a long time ago. Like we're not going uh to 125th to watch movies anymore. Great uh, great call. Johnson.
0: Huh? Great, great call.
1: Oh, it's it's too much, man. I remember I remember one time. Uh, early two thousands, this dude was smoking a cigarette and that <laughs> Magic Johnson. That one got security, and he was like, "Snitches get stitches." Nothing happened, but I'm just like, "Damn, like really, you gonna smoke a cigarette?" But we did the two movies that we had that we had to go see on one twenty fifth was Black Panther and Get Out.
0: Oh, I couldn't. Have, I couldn't have went and saw Get Out on one twenty fifth.
1: no actually, but we went and saw it during the.
0: Yeah. okay, okay,
1: so to avoid the loud the, talking, the and shenanigans,
0: everything. yeah, yes,
1: because I was like, There's no, it's like, I one, I couldn't go watch that movie on 84th Street in a theater filled with white people. That's I, that is true. I said, I gotta go, they're just, and I'm probably gonna go, I haven't been to 125th since I saw. Black Panther. Mm. And I'll probably go see Black Panther 2 on
0: 125. I, 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 I respect that for the culture, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Are, I can't remember those the, things. the last movie I saw at 125th Street. I remember this old lady. I think you were with me. It might have been. It was either you or Dante. One of you two. But this old lady was like right in front, like to the right of me. And this lady, this lady was yelling. Like it was like she was having like an emotional breakdown, like during the movie, but it had like she was yelling, had nothing to do with the movie. It was just like random yelling. And I was like, this is the last time I'm ever coming to this theater. Like, cause of course the, the crazy thing about 125th is nobody's gonna say nothing. Like, no. well, like the 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 random craziness happens and nobody says a word because that's just what you get when you go. To 125th Street to watch movies. And like she just was talking. Cause at first it was like, all right, man, like she said something and something happened on the screen, but it just got more erratic as the movie went on. It was almost like she was doing it on purpose. And I was like, oh man, she's another level. Like it, it was it was bad. And I was like, this is the last time I've ever come here. <laughs> and that that was probably one of the last times I've been in New York. I think yeah. that's
1: hilarious that even you, as because even you say, you say, I'm not a New Yorker anymore, I've been going too long. Even you, whenever you come here, you're like, if I go to the movies, I'm not going on 125th.
0: Nah. Like you said, I would go during the day because, like, I, me and Dante, we just go over there, like, because it's, cl- it's close, it's quick. Yeah. Like, man, it's just, yeah. It's sometimes it's just not worth it, especially like on opening day. It's not worth it. I would I wouldn't mind going to see Endgame though on 125th. I bet that was live. Like I, I yeah. bet Endgame was just live. like I bet I bet that that whole theater was like out of control watching Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah,
1: I just and I think the other thing is I've become spoiled. With the fact that a lot of the movie theaters now in the city have heated seats. And they're and they're leather and they recline. You said they got
0: heated seats?
1: Yes, heated seats. There's a movie theater. There's an AMC on 19th and Broadway.
0: That's a win. Huh? I said, that's a win. I've never been to a theater with heated seats.
1: Heated seats... Cause when um you I mean RIP to, to Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. When Movie Pass first came out, me and Adira, every Saturday night we was going to see a movie. And we would go, I mean, Movie Pass, I think it was like five bucks or something ridiculously cheap. And that's when I actually started buying snacks at the movie theater, you know, get a large popcorn and a and a large slushie and consistently refill it. But yes, that movie there right there, they have the nice plush leather seats that recline, and you press the button and it's like sitting in your car if you got the cold weather package mm. and just
0: heat you up, man. That's what I'm talking about. So cozy. So on the note of heated seats, we're gonna wrap this podcast up because we could talk, we could talk movies all night, and we'll probably talk after this. Uh but I definitely got some editing to do because of the technical difficulties uh, on my part uh, with this Zoom call. But, hey, man, this is a pleasure. And, and so just so everybody knows, all my listeners, the people who are new to the podcast, uh, you know, I started out doing the podcast, just me talking. And that's no fun. So I want to spread the wealth and I won't do this every week. But uh, I do want to talk to my movie lovers out there. I think they are good conversation to be had. Uh, there are a lot of good movies on the horizon. There's some good horror movies on the horizon, so we're gonna we're gonna talk some more uh, when some of these big movies come out. So when Nope comes out in July, I think it is. That's a Jordan Peele's new movie. Uh, we'll definitely talk some more about the state of horror and black horror, uh, you know, films. And, and we're just going to, I just want to keep the conversation fluid uh, with not just my point of view, because it's cool having these different lists from everybody, because me and your list was completely different. And I think that's cool because everybody's list is going to be different, but I like to hear from everybody. Uh, so that's going forward, you know, you'll probably get an email or a call from me or a text Uh, asking you to come on the program, you know, whoever, whoever the listener is, I got a lot of friends, a lot of different places, you know, hopefully we get some celebrities on here, Uh, you know, actors, actresses, directors, writers, And we just going to build from here, man. But I I do enjoy talking movies, talking shop, talking about experiences like heated seats that is completely new to me. Um, But, but this is cool, man. This is cool. Uh, so uh, we're going to wrap the pot up next week. It would just be me because we got a big movie coming out. I'll record that when I'm done watching Moonfall next week. I'm 99% sure it's going to be terrible, uh, but I still want to see it because <laughs> it has Halle Berry in it. But then again, Halle Berry hasn't been in a good movie uh, since Boomerang. That, there's no debate about that. <laughs> Halle Berry's put out some terrible movies. Uh, but I still like to see her. Uh, so that's going to wrap this one up. I'll see you guys next week. Dell. thank you so much for coming through. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, and we will definitely talk some more uh, after this because it's always fun. It's always a great time. Uh, and I will catch you guys another time. Uh, stay away from... Uh, Morbius, because it's coming. It's It got pushed back so many times. It's supposed to come out you know, tomorrow, but it got pushed back. But stay away from it, because it has Tyrese in it. And I, I'm going to continue to say this. It has Jared Leto and Tyrese in it. It's going to be a terrible movie. Like I'm going to dunk on Morbius until it comes out, and I'm going to review it, and I'm going to dunk on it some more, because I just have this feeling it's going to be terrible. Uh, And watch Ghostbusters. If you haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife, just watch it. I'm going to keep plugging that movie until I can't plug it no more because it's such a great movie. Uh, But with that, we're going to sign out. I'll catch you all next time.